Hey, you guys, it's your girl, Brianna Bell. Welcome to It's Black and White. If it is your first time, welcome, welcome, welcome. If it's not your first time, welcome back, friends and family. As always, I'm so glad you guys are here. Today's word is accept the truth about people. Oh my gosh, like this word is going to set some people free. It is going to bring some clarity it is really going to help you release release burdens, like unnecessary burdens, right? And stress, all that stuff. Because it took me a while to receive this. And I was just so thankful um, that God gave me this. So he told me to share it. So I'm, I'm excited. So first, let me just open up in prayer and invite the Holy Spirit. God, we just thank you so much for this word. God, we thank you for this time. I thank you, Father God, for um, using me. Father, I thank you for using me and my struggles and my pain, God, to help your people. God, I pray that this word will come forth exactly the way you had in mind, God. I pray, Father, that you would take over the words. You'll take over um, my mind, my thoughts, my understanding, God, and just use me as your vessel. Holy Spirit, have your way. I yield this uh, this podcast to you. And yeah, let's let your will be done, Father. In Jesus' name, Amen and Amen. Sometimes I I go back and forth. So like on YouTube, I give like the podcast intro, and then on po- on the podcast, I'm like so tempted to say YouTube. It's just <laughs> that that's why I was hesitating. But anyway, how are you guys doing? How are you guys are doing good? I, more than good, really. I've been praying and covering you guys. I know the transition from November to December has been interesting. It's been very interesting. But if you guys have been following me on YouTube, then you already know God has been speaking finale to me. I don't know why I keep hearing finale. I was hearing it since December 2nd and I didn't want to say anything because it's like I don't want to get people's hopes up and then I'm like maybe this is just for me you know but I don't know like I just feel like something's up and then if you think about 12 it's the last month then I was like oh maybe you know something's huge gonna happen this month I don't know I don't know just ask God so anyway let me get on track (laughs) today's where like I said is accept the truth about people so let's start with scripture I notice when I do that, um, I'm able to flow better. Like the Holy Spirit, like it just flows versus when I do it the other way. So we're going to be reading from Matthew chapter 12, verse 33 and 37. And then I'm going to also read Matthew chapter 15, verses 8 through 11 and 16 through 20. So the first uh, part it reads, a tree is identified, this is Jesus speaking, a tree is identified by its fruit. If a tree is good, its fruit will be good. If a tree is bad, its fruit will be bad. You brood of snakes, I think that says that, right? How could evil men like you speak what is good and right? For whatever is in your heart determines what you say. A good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart. And an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. So, oh, um, and I tell you this, you must give an account on judgment day for every idle word you speak. The words you say will either acquit you or condemn you. 
that was a little convicting, right? That last part. But uh, the um, the part I really wanted to focus in and zoom in on is where God talks about a good person produces good things, right? From their heart. And an evil person produces evil things from their heart. It's all an evil. I mean, it's all a heart thing, right? It's so important that you pay attention to how people speak. Like I have um, another word that's very similar that I'm going to put on YouTube that will tie in with this. But right now I'm focusing on listen to how people talk, like listen, how people um, like what they say, how do they talk like all the time? Like if you can do like a, a percent, like a scale on a percent, what am I trying to say? If you can scale or grade how someone speaks is it majority like complaints is it gossip is it negativity is it comparison um what is it right or is it god is it is it nice is it are are there compliments like really range those things right and um yeah i think thank you holy spirit so the youtube video is gonna also go deeper into that part but this is what god is saying right now right so then let's go to matthew and if you guys know the backstory let me back up a little uh real quick god is talking he's basically convict uh condemning i think this part is it anyone who isn't with me opposes me anyone who isn't working with me no, this is actually not it. It's the second part that I'm about to read. God is like coming for the Pharisees because these people are wicked. <laughs> they're all about show. They're all about what they look like and what they sound like, sound like, but their hearts are just not it. So let me just continue to read. So we are now in Matthew um, chapter 15, and we're going to be starting from verse 8 to 11, then I'm going to jump to 16. Okay. And it says, these people honor me. This is Jesus speaking again. These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. They worship me. Their worship is a farce for they teach man-made ideas as commands from God. Right. Uh, then Jesus called to the crowd to come and hear. Listen, he said, and try to understand it is not what goes into your mouth that defiles you. Um, you are defiled by the words that come out of your mouth, right? Verse 16, don't you understand yet? Jesus asks, um, anything. Okay. It says anything you eat passes through the stomach and goes into the sewer but your but the words you speak come from the heart that's what defiles you um for from the heart comes evil thoughts murder adultery all sexual immorality theft lying and slander these are these are what defiles you right eating with unwashed hands will never defile you okay god was okay let me just i'm about to spill off my notes let me just stay on my notes. So God is basically saying the character um, of someone tells you the condition of their heart, right? Which could be someone healed or broken, basically. That's kind of like where I've been, how God helps me to understand people. And it also gives me a level of compassion if he didn't show me this way. Like um, an example would be, I've dealt with a lot of people who are very mean, like let not, let's not say me, let's go deeper, right? 
people who were jealous, um, people who were plotting and lying on me, all these different things God was showing me, it is a level of brokenness. And so how he helped me understand is how I even used to be, right? When I always compared myself to someone and I was, you know, have to say something about something that wasn't right. Like, why did I have to say that? Because of my insecurity, what was in my heart was insecurity. So when I'm speaking is what really how I feel about me. You know what I mean? I hope that makes sense. So in a way, it's like God is teaching us discernment even in this. You can discern what someone really means and what they say um, by how they speak. Just listen to how they speak. Um, I know people who always have coarse jokes, like people who only make jokes that's funny to them, right? But it's insulting to somebody else or it's offensive to someone else. Um, And then they have the cleanup. Like that's not... It just shows you what's in their heart. Someone who's always joking and making fun of somebody and then they have a really nice cleanup game. So they'll insult you and then double back with a compliment and then insult you again kind of thing. Like not only is it narcissistic, right, but it just shows you what's going on in their hearts, right? So I used to struggle with this for a very, very long time. Um man, I mean, probably my entire life. I even wrote about this in my book where I said, uh, the title of it is, I heard the lie, felt the truth. And basically, I just always wanted to see the good in people. I remember thinking, because I always thought one way, like in one sided, I should say. And I always thought people thought and moved like how I did. Right. So if I you know, offended somebody, then I felt, oh, they're going to try to offend me back kind of thing. Or even on the flip side, because I was there for you, I expect you to be there for me. Like all these types of ways I would think. And I got hurt a lot. You know, I got hurt a lot. And so I hope to set you guys free. Um, What God showed me after all the why me, Lord, (laughs) He was telling me that patterns never lie. You guys, we have to start paying attention to the patterns of people. You might not, like, look, some of us can discern something right off the rip with somebody. Like, it's just so obvious, right, that something's wrong or, you know, this person needs healing kind of thing, right? Or it might take you a little longer. I've learned to really take my time with people. Um, I've been talking to several different people, but as far as bringing people in my circle, I've been taking my time because of me jumping in too quickly without discerning and observing and examining this person's heart kind of thing. So when God told me like patterns never lie, what it was is I remember several, several instances where I would be offended by someone and I would hear like, they'll do the thing or they'll say something what can I think of, Jesus? Like, Holy Spirit, help me. Um, y'all ever uh, been in a situation where someone, like, like I was saying earlier, like, it's like a compliment and then they'll, like, kind of underhand you, kind of. So it's not 
And I hate that. Like, those people are so scary. Let me just say that. Because if it's like, if you feel some type of way, then just say that. I can't stand when people do the riddle stuff and, like, try to make you figure stuff out. Because y'all know, Bree's channel is just black and white. I'm going to just tell it like it is kind of thing. And I want people to just tell me like it is. You know, like, if you don't like me, just don't fool with me kind of thing. But it's just, anyway, so I've always had these things where I felt like people would... um do these underhanded insults type thing. And I, I don't know how to, what is it? Like subliminal messages. Y'all, I hope that makes sense. Man, I want some feedback. I don't know if y'all get me, but it's like subliminal messages. Like I don't have time for that. Like, And so I used to always see these red flags. And I talked about this on one of my podcasts where I was explaining how God taught me how to discern, right? And so that was one of the ways, like someone with a good heart, someone who means me well, they're not going to do that. They'll put me to the side and tell me with love, like, hey, like, I really think this, this and this. They're not going to sit here and say stuff. And I used to be good with that, too. So if I felt like that, then I'll play that game, too, which was still bad. Right. That was so bad on my behalf. But it was just. Is painful because I wouldn't I wouldn't cut the person off. I would keep people there longer than they needed to be. It's like Brie, like how many times do you have to be hurt and offended for you to let somebody go? Right? Because the way I would think was, okay, maybe this person was just having a bad day. Okay, maybe this person was just, you know, just frustrated, or maybe, you know, this person they they're going through the same thing I'm going through. So maybe it's just that. Like maybe it's just, you know, <laughs> Like I got so tired of that and God showed me too. Um, let me this is just a side note. Like my mouth used to be very, very um untamed. So I would say things and I really would mean no harm by it. Like I'm a just straight get to the point type of person. Like it was really, really bad. Like I just didn't really like the warm up. Like I don't know. I was just like, let's just get it done. Kinda like always in a rush. I always wanted to get to <laughs> the meat, like, you know, like just get to the point. So sometimes when I would text people, I would just text them with no greeting. Like, and that's not, I wasn't trying to be funny or anything. And I would greet after, like I would send a text like, Hey, yada, 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 yada. And then good morning. <laughs> but I, God showed me that was offensive to people. Like, and so to get me back, you know, people would either do the same thing or whatever. Like, I don't have time for that, you know? But anyway, back to the point. So God was telling me like patterns never lie. So I challenge you guys. And before I even challenge you, you got to know that you are ready for the truth because I wasn't ready for the truth. Like I wasn't ready for, to accept the fact that some people were using me. I wasn't ready for the fact that some people were competing with me or listen, jealousy jealousy is very, very, very dangerous. And I've been learning that even more. Like as I've been growing in God, it is really, I don't want to say it's scary because we should never be scared, but it's like the, it's like having an enemy in your home and you don't even know it. It's so on the low that's why I don't like it because it's harder to discern because someone who's jealous of you can give you compliments, 
all that stuff. But this is why God is saying the heart is so important that you know the heart because where I am now, I don't want anybody in my circle who is insecure, period. If you don't know who you are in Christ, we cannot be friends, point blank, period. I can minister to you. I could be your sister in Christ. But as far as you being like locked in with me, no, like I cannot do that anymore. I just cannot, y'all. If you can't hear it in my voice, I've been traumatized by this too many times, like too many times. And I think this thing runs really rapid. I can say with females in particular, like we are so like, I don't know why we're like that. I just feel like the enemy has us in that area. And it could be because I'm spilling off. Let me just say this, but it could be because of the world. Like in the natural, like, or what should I say? Yeah, the world makes us feel like we have to look and be a certain way in order to be like that woman or something. Like when the whole time God's already made us perfect, like in his eyes, you know what I mean? And let me tell y'all this since I'm on this point. <laughs> I like sidestepped twice, but I'm, I'm gonna come back, I'm gonna come back. So God told me because I was struggling with some insecurities, right? Um, This is probably about a month or two ago, I've been grinding so much. Like I haven't really had time to, um, like work out really. I knew God was telling me to love on myself and do these things. And so I've been doing like making sure my hair is up and, you know, making sure my toes are right and grooming and stuff like that. But as far as working out, I have not really put time in for myself to do that. Right. And so I'll be in the grocery stores or wherever in public with my husband. And then you can see these women like just banging, right? Nice little shape, whatever. Like hate that she got leggings on, but whatever kind of thing. And then I get mad. I would get so mad. Like, you know what I mean? Because I don't like the way I'm shaped for so much. Like, I feel like I can be a whole lot better. Like I literally could be a whole lot better than what I am. Right. And God says so clearly, like, how could you, or what he said, how, or why would you be insecure over something you have control over? Drop the mic. Like that was God. I tell you, Holy Spirit is just amazing. Cause I couldn't even think like, what? Like, can like can y'all grasp that? Like, how, why would you be insecure over something you have control over? Bree, all you gotta do is put the the cupcakes and the cookies down. What? All you gotta do is stop drinking Coke. Like, leave Chick Fil A alone. Like, you know. And I could. I've done it when God put me on them Daniel fast. Okay. She looking right, belly flat, flat, you know, like, but as soon as I'm off my fast, I start working up momentum and then I I got the little pudge again, you know, like, and God's like, how are you going to be mad when you can have a flat tummy when all you have to do is be dedicated? Anyway, let me, let me roll it back. So anyway, right. We were talking about patterns never lie. So you have to pay attention to how someone's speaking and how they're moving because that will tell you the truth uh, something else god taught me is what's from the heart right if someone's talking about their best friend right they're talking about their best friend they're talking about their child they're talking about their family member okay and they telling you all their business and they are just putting them down 
you really need to be mindful. I'm not talking about venting, okay? I mean, they kind of dragging these people through the mud kind of thing. Like, you really need to focus, like, pay attention to that. You really need to pay attention to that. I'm so thankful that God has been teaching me to be quiet and listen. Just listen. Because when you listen to someone speak, it's so funny. While I'm listening to someone speak, I can literally hear, hear the Holy Spirit speaking too. It's it's kind of crazy. I don't know how to describe it. Um, like I can literally listen to two things at once. I didn't know I can do that. I don't. I think it's only with God. I don't know. But I can hear someone speaking and I can literally hear like uh, like spirit of gossip or jealousy or insecurity or insincerity like God was telling me when someone's being insincere like those like I can just hear the small voice like and why is because Bree just stopped talking like y'all I just challenge you if you really want to know the truth about somebody put your mouth on a fast like just listen just listen and it'll be so loud it's so loud it's so clear it's so black and white and look it was so traumatizing when God did that because I was like oh this must be the devil because every single person that I've encountered now I gonna say every single person but most people that I've encountered were, were like that like something was off and I was so mad but if that's the case you guys like um let me just make this point too, that it will reflect you. So let me just say that the people that were in my circle, the people who've caused the most hurt and all those things, it was because of me and my brokenness. Although I didn't really struggle with jealousy and I never competed or wanted to compete with someone that I was cool with, I will say that the reason why I attracted those type of people, because I still had a level of insecurity where I felt like I was desperate and I needed, you know, I needed people in my life, whether they were good people or not, you know, whether they were really for me or not. So these are things that I kind of blinded myself to. And I think a lot of us do that because of rejection. Just, it goes deeper, right? But anyway, this going to set you free, okay? So God spoke to me. Now, when you discover the truth, it you really need to understand that people are not going to change until they experience God, like for real, for real. They are not going to really change. Now, I've noticed that some people can try to change, and when they try in their in their own strength, I mean, it's cool for a little bit, but I rest assure you they're going to they're gonna go back to how they were because God showed me that we can only change truly in him. We cannot do it without him. We cannot do it without him because when we do it without him, it's all an outward thing. When the whole time, it's an inward thing because like the Bible says, it's in your heart. It's in your heart where you have evil thoughts it's in your heart where you want to commit murder which is also tied with hate and jealousy i don't know if y'all knew that murder hate and jealousy are all like they rock together okay so if you have a jealousy a jealous spirit you have a murdering spirit too if you have an angry spirit like anger god had to deliver me from anger that's like a murdering spirit too that's tied with that so anyway that's in the heart Sexual immorality is in the heart. God, like, it's so amazing because 
it's okay. Okay. Sometimes we think like if you judge somebody, you see someone who's addicted to drugs, they're addicted to smoking, drinking, porn, women, men, and stuff like that. Instead of you judging that person because of what they're doing, you really got to see it for what it is. It's a heart thing. Like that person needs healing. God is not even looking at the, the sin that we commit. He looks at our heart, which is why we're committing these sins, right? Perversion. Perversion was in my heart. Like since I was a little girl, it was introduced to me and then it was just in my heart. I never had it plucked out. I never cleansed. I never fasted. Nothing. I just said, oh, I'm just going to stop watching porn or I'm just going to stop masturbating and nothing ever really happened. Like it would be suppressed and then that thing would come up again because I didn't deal with my heart. Which went back to me feeling like I was abandoned. So, you know, masturbating and watching porn was a comforting thing. Like, y'all, it goes deeper and deeper, but the enemy never wants you to know that. So that's something that has made something to do with you or even how you, what you know about somebody else. And I tell you, it will bring compassion. But the thing is, only God can change that. Only God, you cannot change anybody. It doesn't matter how nice you are. It doesn't matter how understanding you are. I have re- remembered when God had me apologize to people who I felt they owed me an apology to. Oh, God. And I'm just so thankful. Like, I think about it now because it was so hard to do. But God grew me in that because it don't matter. He grew me in that. So I remember God had me apologize to these people And he told me so clearly, don't expect an apology back. I still expect an apology. (laughs) I still expected an apology and I didn't get it. But anyway, so why they didn't apologize to me for what they did was because of their heart issues. Like, you know, people who are broken in any kind of area, like the list is too long for me to go down. But if you know, like people don't even have the common courtesy to be able to fix their mouth to just say that they're sorry and genuinely mean it, it is a deep rooted thing, like in their heart. And it doesn't matter. You can be nice. You can be understanding. You can be compassionate. You can pray, you know, like I feel like you're going to do a whole lot of praying if that person doesn't want it, you know, but It's all between them and God. And so you need to set yourself free and accept them for who they are. And it's not you writing them off to hell, right? (laughs) I mean, there are some people, you let God lead you. Because I mean, God told me sometimes people who, you know, that Jezebel, she don't repent. She doesn't repent. Jezzy does not repent. So, I mean, you let the Lord lead you, but... I do believe that the whole point of this word is not for you to cut people off and be a certain way, right? Because God taught me that if you cut somebody off and you got hate in your heart, like, um, it's still, it's still on you. Like God still don't deal with you. But if you're separating yourself because you are looking for peace and you just want peace, then you're doing it the way God wants you to. Okay. So it's like understanding, look, this person keeps hurting me. This person's not going to change. It don't matter what I do, because the thing is, it's not you. Sometimes like it's really not you. It doesn't matter if someone Cause this was me. Like sometimes my my husband would get me so angry, I start swinging at him. Like 
I would start swinging at him, okay? And, and God showed me, it does not matter what this man says. It doesn't give me a right to put my hands on him. Point blank, period. It doesn't matter. And so God had to deal with my heart. Why do I want to hit, hit my husband? Why do I want to? Why do I get so angry and I blow up? And so I'll tell you guys, God took me deeper. It was me. God showed me I was angry with my father. Like I was angry at my father and I was angry at my mother because my mother wouldn't stand up or defend herself that for what I felt as a little girl. And so I had all this anger that I couldn't express because I had to stay in a child's place. So then when I got older and I got married and I saw my husband would kind of act or do certain things that would trigger me from those things that my dad did. Then I'm like, oh, oh, here the hands like, you know, like you're not about to talk to me like that. You know, you know that that would come up. But it was in my heart, in my heart. So I hope I'm not being confusing. I always like to mix this word and not mix the word, but I put myself in it because I need people to know that this I don't judge people. This is not a we condemn people. This is all about setting people free. This setting you free, whether you're the one who needs the deliverance or you see and you recognize that someone else needs deliverance and you literally can't do anything about it. I'm going to tell you right now, it might feel really weird because if you're like me, like I was really used to putting my hands to things because I got to fix it. I got to fix it. I got to fix it. I got to make it right. I always did that, like even to a point where I would apologize for something just so there would be peace. So unhealthy. Okay. Because what I was doing was um, I was giving the okay to people mishandling me. And so it wasn't until God dealt with my heart where I was okay. I had to learn to be okay with being by myself. I had to be okay with not having people because y'all, it's much better. I know it may seem scary at first, but you will get used to it. There's so much more peace and you sleep better at night when you don't have to worry about toxic people. People talking about you, people throwing insults. (laughs) Like there are times I used to dread talking to people because I knew like, they're going to beat me up in the, in the spirit, like emotionally with their words. People be putting their hands on you with their mouth. Like, you know, so it's okay to accept that. Look, this is them and I can't touch that part. Like there's nothing that I can do in the natural to get them to get here. Like it's something only God can do. And it's just Look, the compassion part is, look, maybe something is going on with them. And most of the time, if not all the time, is rooted in childhood trauma, childhood wounds that we do not deal with because we think it's not that big of a deal or because it's too big of a deal and we just don't want to deal with it, right? But we carry that up into childhood. I think that's why there's so many people who are bitter and then they end up in these cycles of like terrible friendship, terrible marriages and stuff like that. Like just, I'm just speaking from experience and from other stories that I know of other people. I'm no therapist or anything like that. I haven't even done a study not for real. Like I'm just telling you through experience, like this is something that I've noticed. It's like a common 
from what I've known, it was like a common, um, what am I trying to say? A common issue, childhood. So look, you want to be free? Then you're just going to have to accept this person for who they are and not be angry. Definitely forgive yourself. Like I had to forgive myself for looking over every single red flag just because Brie needed someone there. Or looking over or seeing the red flags and feeling like I can get rid of them because I'm me. You know, God talked to me so many times and and told me like, you are not God. You can't, you don't have the power to change somebody. Influence only happens when someone wants it. You can't influence somebody to change if they don't want to change. And remember what I said earlier, like, it's not them doing it in their, because look, some people would want to be better, right? Oh, I do. I do want to change. I do want to be better. But it's like, they're not dealing with the root. So if you're skipping the heart, then it's not real change. You know what I mean? It's kind of like you're painting over damage. Like you putting a Band-Aid over it instead of healing kind of thing. Like you're not really dealing with it. So it's only a matter of time before it happens again. It's only a matter of time before that mask fall off. Some people put masks on and they're not doing it to be malicious and fake. They're just doing it because, you know, they really want to be a better person. And they just can't. Because they're not dealing with their heart. So anyway, so this is what God told me. This is all I got for you guys. Um, just remember, we have to, oh, to keep it black and white, excuse me. <laughs> to keep it black and white, we must accept people um, for where they are so we can be free. And just pray that they will have a true encounter with God that will leave an impression Um yeah, that will leave an impression so that they wouldn't even want to go back. Like they will want to heal because once God touched me, I'm telling y'all, like once God really touched me, I truly believe when people really see God like face to face. And what I mean is just having a real encounter with him. Like it's really hard to go back because he's so good. It, he's so good that I'm like over here walking through persecution and I'm like, okay with it because I don't like it, but I'm okay with it because he is just so good to me. You know, like it is just, it's amazing. It's like, I don't have words for how good he is to me and in my life and just like how he satisfies my spirit. It literally transfers into the flesh. Like what I mean is like when I feel God comes and comes, comforts my spirit then my my in the natural I'm calm and together like I have his peace like it's just it's inward the inward would reflect the outward Ooh, that's holy spirit because that was bomb yes the inward literally reflects the outward you can see the condition of someone's heart right by their fruit by the tree and it goes back to the, I think the first one yeah the first part that I read I, I already turned the page yeah but the first one I read when God Jesus was talking about the fruit you would know them by their fruit and what kind of tree it is okay so yeah 
that's it. I'm done. Like, I feel like I'm empty. Like, I poured all I had out. So, I gotta go refuel for me. And, yes, yeah, so I love you guys. So, I pray that this bless you. Okay, yes, let's close out. Father, we thank you so much for this word. We thank you, God, that the truth, like you said in your word, the truth is what set us free. And I pray, God, that even though sometimes like this is scary to approach um, facing the reality of what it is, God, I pray that you go before them. Um, Lord, and I pray that you will make it easy in the name of Jesus. You will hold their hands through this, Father, in Jesus' name and revealing the truth about the person or people in general. God, sometimes we are afraid to be alone, but I pray that you would show yourself so true and that it's much better to stand by ourselves than to stand with a group of people who are not for us. God, in Jesus name, I come against every attack that would try to prevent this healing process um, from coming forth in Jesus mighty name. God, I just pray for um, a fresh wind, Holy Spirit. I pray for a fresh wind um, over your people or even over myself in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father God, that you are healing hearts in Jesus' name. I thank you, Father God, that you are giving us compassion over uh, the people who've been hurting us. God, in Jesus' name, yes, expose the patterns, Father, in Jesus' name, give us the tools and literally give us a what is that a way out hallelujah i just saw like a path like um what is that um yes lord create a way out of no way because i feel like the holy spirit is like some of you guys feel like you're entangled like and i know that feeling oh my gosh yes holy spirit like some of you guys feel like you are entangled like in these relationships and you don't even like you know that it's like toxic and you knew and this is confirmation and you want to get out but now it's like how would I even do that God is going to provide a way just ask him and he's going to show you exactly what to do and how to do it don't um I don't even know who this is for, but don't feel discouraged because maybe this is your parent and you live with them or this is a spouse and you live with them, right? Or this is an in-law and you you kind of married, they're married in the family. Like trust and believe God will provide a way out of absolutely no way. Like don't even worry about it. He's gonna do it for you because what he cares about is your peace. What he cares about is your health. What he cares about is your freedom and he's gonna see to it. Like I said, like I literally just saw a path and I didn't understand like it's just a random path, like a clear path and he is going to clear it for you. Hallelujah. So God, we just thank you so much. We receive this. God, I pray that you would ease the nerves, Father. Mm. Ease the nerves in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you, God, that they will hold on to this word. This word will be planted deeply in their heart, God. They will hold on to it, God, and nothing will be able to uproot their freedom in Jesus' mighty name. God, we seal this prayer. 
Okay, before I say the prayer, I speak a hedge of protection around your people, God. Father God, send your angels to fight every battle, God, that's not for them, God. Everything that the enemy tries to send them, Father, we thank you, Father, for your shield. Hallelujah. The shield of faith, God, that you're going to do this thing, God. Even though we can't even imagine, we thank you that you're going to do this. And we literally quench every fiery dart that the enemy tries to throw in Jesus' mighty name. So yes, Father, I seal this prayer with your blood. In Jesus' name, I pray, amen and amen. Look, I already know because, and you know what? Like, it makes me so emotional because I've been through, I feel like I didn't go through it all. But now I see, like, you know, we hear this all the time. Like, God has you going through this and it's bigger than you because it's going to be for somebody. But I promise y'all it's true. I promise you it's true because two, three, four years ago, oh my gosh, I went through hell. Like, I'm still going through like hell, but I I do it like gracefully now because of how my relationship is with Christ. But at the beginning, oh my gosh, like there are so many obstacles and so much pain and stuff because what you're doing is you're breaking this thing. Like you're literally breaking free. And it is going to have some friction. It's, it is going to, there is going to be opposition because the enemy wants you bound. Remember Pharaoh, I say that all the time. Pharaoh was not willing to let them Israelites go. Like, no, that's how Satan is. I'm not going to just let you go that easy. No, but it is possible. It is possible. I was entangled in certain relationships that I did not want to be in. And I was like, God, like, I just felt like I was stuck because I made a decision and I don't know how to get this. I get out of this, even making commitments. Like I still, y'all just recently, uh, two months ago, I would befriend a lot of people because it's like, man, they cool. They got a cool personality, all this stuff. And God was like, God's like, cut it off. I don't like cutting stuff off. Like (laughs) it's so uncomfortable. Sometimes you're like, God, you know, but he's going to do it. He is definitely going to do it because y'all like the best is yet to come for you. Like I literally hear the Holy Spirit saying the best is yet to come. You are in the process of changing. You are in the process of growing. You said yes to Christ. So what it is, is he's now going to rearrange a whole lot of stuff. He's about to shake some things up. He's about to remove the things that shouldn't have been there, right? And so that he can place the things that are supposed to be in your life. Amen. And I like, ooh, I'm so happy for you guys. Look, I know, I know, I know, I know. But I'm going to tell you right now, like in the spirit, I will hold y'all hand like as your sister in Christ. OK, or if you're older than me as your daughter in Christ, I will hold your hand. <laughs> OK, and let you know, like, look, you got this. OK, you got this. If I could go through it, you can go through it because Jesus, like the stuff that I got myself in. It was a mess. It was a mess. It was a mess. But I'm free from it now. Okay? Like, it's worth it. Okay? So, that's all I got for you guys. I love you guys so, 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 so much. Again, y'all, if you have not got my book, it is Christmas time. Go ahead and get on Amazon. Get you a copy. I Like, even the things that I've talked about on this, like, I write about in my book. I will tell you, my book is small, too. So, even if you're not a reader... 
it's like easy. Like the way that I'm talking to you right now is how my book is written. Like real easy, straight to the point. That's what your girl is about. Get to the point. Okay. (laughs) It will not be a waste. I promise you. Okay. And yeah, if you have not checked my YouTube out already, go ahead and check out the channel. If you are late, go ahead and subscribe and join the family. I would greatly appreciate it. And that's it. That's all I got for y'all. So I I love you guys. I'm hugging you guys. And I pray that you guys have a blessed week. And I will talk to you guys next Tuesday. Love you guys. Bye.